0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Something you probably do know: Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know: a driveway basketball hoop, including the base, weighs around 400 pounds. Something you probably do know: there's a windstorm coming. Something you probably don't know: a basketball hoop tipping over can poke a hole in a car roof like a can opener. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round the clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third party insurers, and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
0: Uh, it was Aston Villa, one, Everton nil this Golderson Park today. Uh, big dunk, unable to fix. Everton's deep rooted, long standing, very, very painful issues, and the Toppies are still in free for joining me in the familiar surroundings, very comfortable surroundings of Dave Downey's car. Oh, Dave Downey Mark Mosey And Warren Doyle
2: BBC's Warren Doyle
0: BBC, oh, BT's B, B, Warren, BBC's Warren Doyle BBC's Warren Doyle BT's Warren Doyle You've been oh. everywhere this week Haven't you Walsh
2: oh, I, I have to say You <laughs> know mate I haven't seen you for months And when you come on that When they ask me The details of our group And all that with the podcast I thought you were Immaculate mate When you come on The Monday Night show. I have to say um, No idea what you said On BT But uh, I don't think They'll be asking us again Because they won't be Covering Everton again If, if the way out. things are going Because they won't be In the Premier League really.
1: Look thank you thank, thank you for saying that But uh, don't expect any Thank you for saying that But don't expect any insight now Because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to Fucking go for it like. Just outrage <laughs> Just, just outrage
0: now yeah. He's, he's been on PC You know the whole week On all these major channels And now it's like <laughs> oh, Fucking Everton yeah. Fucking eat <laughs> them Can I just
2: say this Before we start Start talking about the game. I was like, when when he was on it, I thought, oh, I'm just going to check his Twitter just to make sure there's nothing that's mad about the BBC or anything like that. <laughs> First thing, Boris Johnson. I thought I'm just going to turn it off. I'm gonna <laughs> go, someone from our way is going to ring me and say, "Who's this of me?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, obviously because it was any football, it wasn't related to, so they didn't they didn't mind. But uh, yeah, I'll thought, delete that team. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, make- the stuff we talk about Everton on Twitter, I'll be even worse. <laughs> Because I mean, that was outrageous That was poor It was um, it was pathetic And it was nothing I And mean, the first thing I said to you guys When you jumped in the car then It felt nothing like Big Dunks um, First game As the caretaker What, two years ago now? Mm-hmm. Almost two years to the day is Yeah, it? just different. over two years wasn't Just it? over two years um, There was not Any blood, sweat All that sort of thing You'd expected From a, a typical Duncan-Ferguson in inverted commas manager. There
0: was tears. <laughs> there was
2: definitely there was definitely tears. There was anger certainly on, on the stands. Absolutely right by me. Uh, but I also felt that even fan wise it didn't feel anything like that. Even though that that team and that squad, I mean you can you can pick your bones with that one, can't you? And say that was a better team we had back then or it was worse. Um, but I think what it's it's emphatically told a lot of us is how poor some of these players are, mm. and the real predicament Everton in. I don't know if people watch the the Norwich game. Norwich looked really good. Watford look awful, guaranteed. But um, you know that the, the three points behind Everton. now I don't care how many games you've got in hand, because there's no there's not nothing. That I don't look at anything mm. there and think Everton are going to get any points in this Premier League right now. And um, you know what? What do you think that does? Does it? There'll be there'll be people. Um, I wasn't a big fan of getting Duncan uh, if it's caretaker fine and they're looking for somebody else, then you need to do it quickly. But also, what he did when he was caretaker that first time got us out of a, a lot of jail there, didn't he? When he when he got those three wins, those
0: four those four games he managed. But what's the phrase you have said a week about this? Lightning in a bottle. <laughs> and the thing about lightning in a bottle is it only happens once. It's 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 very it's yeah. very rare to get it. And, you know, the, at the time it felt like this this is good for now. But if you come back and do it again and again, you know as much as. As much as we might be thinking, you know, this fella could solve everything with his passion, his blood and thunder. Then, second time round, it's it, it's never going to be the same. Is but it? it's,
2: it's pure talk. That's all it is: is talk. And and I keep saying that word all the time: sentiment and romance. That's what everyone loves at this football club. Still, even when you think back, if you go as far as you want with Big Duncan, what he did for Everton and what he was our best player for a while when we were, you know, fighting against relegation. The thing that gets me with it is he knows full well what a relegation fight is about at Everton. To see the players that were working under him today, it's it's a massive alarm to me that these lads we've got in there are in no way the the type of side that I want to represent this football club. Um so many of them were just really, really poor. And you I think it's unfair to blame Duncan there. But he said it himself, I thought his interview was brilliant when he said, one day I want to be Everton manager. He Mm. pretty much said it for everyone who's been banging on saying this lad needs to be our permanent manager. Not yet is the exact phrase that he he said. And to be fair to him, I think there's no way he sees that he's going to be the Everton manager permanently from now on. The Wayne Rooney thing, again, looks like more sentiment. Wayne's doing a great job down at Derby. There's all sorts of stuff going on there that make Everton look like a decent club um, at Derby County. But he still needs to... Everton in the Premier League. He's still got loads of different things to do that don't even compare to what the rubbish is at Everton right now. So they've got to go and get a new manager. But the main thing I said, lads, I don't know if you've seen it earlier this week, and sorry to keep banging on about it, um, we, we need a director of football yes. who makes the decisions at this football club. You said it, didn't you, when yeah. you were on the BBC, Matt? You have to get somebody in who hasn't got the ego and, I don't know, whatever it is that in his head, the clouds that are in Farhad Mashiri's head, a dictating that he chooses what he wants to do at that football club and who manages where he needs to get as far away from this possibly this football you know this isn't this is not a rarity If we say we don't want the owner to have anything to do with the football, most good football clubs, the owner has nothing to do with it. He pays for somebody to most do that. Clubs. Exactly, are good ones will do that. You know, even Abramovich at Chelsea, he's done that. He's he's been he's hassled them in the past. He's been the one that said I want this, I want this, I want this. But eventually, he's got in when he got Mourinho in, yeah. when he got um, Tuchel who's there now. Obviously, that that could come to an end soon, couldn't it? The way they are, ironically, but they went and won Champions League. They went and won Premier League titles. Yeah. Ours has got. No CV that should be anywhere near choosing what happens at Everton in terms of managers, recruitment, all that stuff needs to be with people who know what they're doing. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm gone, I've got gone a complete 180 and I actually feel sorry for Brands. Because can you imagine if he's not allowed to do his job, but is the one that is doing what he should be doing? Mm. It's sad. And we're in a relegation fight, I can't deny that. We're in a relegation fight right now.
0: I think, worryingly, the thing that Everton need at the moment is time and they quite simply haven't got it. Uh, the, the reason that Duncan Ferguson is caretaker manager at the moment is because of the, the level of urgency for someone to come in and know exactly what he's working with, um, be it good or bad and very much more of the latter today. Duncan Ferguson knows or should know the flaws and weaknesses in this squad and that is what Everton are buying into at the moment, someone who has that know-how to get, what was it last time, the three wins out of four or whatever it takes just to give everyone that massive sigh of relief. The other reason he's, he's here at the moment is, quite frankly, the weak nature of the candidates that we've got possible, possible possibly coming in on a permanent basis. I mean, we, we can all sit around and say who, who wants to come in in four or five weeks, but th- there is no outstanding candidate that you would trust with... The mess that we all collectively haven't watched that for the last 30 odd years know that we are in at the moment and I think we we can talk long and hard about you know Ferguson bringing a a level of personality and a level of character and I think ironically it's something that a lot of the players lack but on a very basic basis we we are simply a football team that doesn't have enough good football Mm, players to be not in the situation that we're in. It, we we very much look today like a team who had a caretaker manager. There was there was loads of oomph and lo- loads of drive before the game and as it kicked off. You know all, all of the the basic Sunday league footballing elements that you would expect a team who were fifteenth in the league were for the main 16, part there. Yeah. <laughs> well, shut <Yeah>. up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the level of finesse and you know worryingly Everton eternally find a a way to get themselves into situations in games where they're banging on the door, don't really create anything. The opposition team have got more quality. They go ahead. Everton throw all manner of game plan out the window, albeit I don't think there was ever a situation in the game today where there was a notable game plan. And you end up just lashing Yeri Mina up front and pinging balls at him. And I, Do you know what? I'm not holding it against Duncan Ferguson for not having a blueprint about how Everton play football because he wasn't aware that this situation was going to be thrown at him. But we, at the point where a manager comes in, and albeit whether it's under a director of football or not, they're going to have to implement a blueprint of how Everton play football and all of these very long-term things that we talk about, you know, football and philosophy and identity. And to a large extent, for the next 18 games or whatever it is, none of that matters because we are right in the <coughs> point now where every single set piece, if Anthony Gordon can keep them in, every every single scramble in front of goal, that, that is what our season has been reduced to. Elements of luck and just sheer drive. And it's depressing, but if, if you're going to continue to put 11s out against good good teams like Aston Villa that include people like Mason Holgate and John Joe Kenny then these are the types of games that you're
1: going to get I-, I walked out of that game today and after 20 minutes after, 20 mi- after, <laughs> after, after, after 93 minutes would have been 20 minutes um, no I walked out of that today and, and the immediate thing that gripped me was the the mood out walking out the Gladys Street and down, down Gladys Street towards the Will and the statue the the apathy and yeah. the 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 mood it was sombre. It was sombre. It was quiet. It, there wasn't even an anger, and I think that is to do with the fact that you know Duncan. Duncan's come in and he's taken charge, and like we've all said, there's there's the blame is not towards him. Things could have been different, but we're asking we're asking a man to, to put out a fire again that he's done two years ago, and, it, and expecting the most from him and all the passion and all the all the intensity in the world, and. If, if, if you're not seeing it, then you know, of course. And I think I think that's a crowd there today that's walking out and reluctant to be angry at, at Duncan because it, ultimately it is not his fault. And we've all sat here and said that it's not his fault. What has happened today? I I, I, I I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm worried about this because we've got Newcastle next game. We played them twice as well. Got to play them twice. Oh, as well. Go, and we're all collectively signing
0: Because we've got Newcastle what is, what is, It's a colossal game Isn't it oh, Yeah Have yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. we played Norwich we played, played Norwich yeah. This has now become The Newcastle game The the We've had big games before When we've been riding Fairly high We've had semi-finals We've had this We've had that We've had European games In terms of the The future of Everton Football Club And, and the trajectory Of where we go This Newcastle game Might be The biggest game We've had Since those relegation barren seasons in 90, in the 90s. I walked out Matt and I said to you didn't I? this This feels very 97-98 to me. I was only a kid at the time, but the thing about 93-94, we still had players there who had something about them. We still had we still had match winners in the squad. And I'm not saying we haven't got match winners there, because we've got the likes of the and Calvert Lewin, Tamari Gray for me today, I was expecting to come into there today, and I don't think there was a lack of effort today, I don't think there was a lack of of um, of them wanting to win, or, or they didn't care, but there was just no, there was no sort of idea of how we were going to score, and ultimately it come to, let's knock it long and see what happens. At least back in the 93-94 in, in the season, we had the likes of Limpar, we had the likes of... You know, Duncan obviously, when he was a player, we had Rideouts who had a little bit of something about him who could get us a goal or get us something that we needed. And I just think we're devoid of of anything at the moment where we can see a light at the end of the tunnel. I do think if we'd have scored early or we'd have got some sort of goal.
2: Northern Tool and Equipment isn't just a store, it's a problem solver's paradise. Fully stocked with the right professional grade tools
0: and fully staffed with experts who have the right answers. Problem solved.
1: Northern Tool and Equipment Summer Sale is on now. Stop in and save up to 50% on pressure washers, sprayers, generators, fans, lawn and garden equipment, and more. Hundreds of deals in store or at NorthernTool.com.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.